Hi, I'm Shelley Cameron, CEO of the City of Philadelphia's Division of Aviation, and you're listening to my podcast, Taking Off with Shelley Cameron, where I take you behind the scenes of the Philadelphia International Airport and the Northeast Philadelphia Airport. Taking Off is a rare glimpse inside one of the busiest airport systems in the United States. What most people notice when visiting an airport is whether their planes take off or land on time. But there are so many people and departments that work tirelessly every day to connect all of these moving pieces. Joining me today is Soledad Alfaro, our Chief Administrative Officer, who oversees everything from human resources to government affairs. Soledad, I'm so excited to have you join me today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. So I really boiled down that intro. I really boiled (laughs) down that intro. You have a huge job and oversee over a dozen different functional areas. Can you tell our listeners in greater detail what exactly the CAO role entails? Sure. So I think of my team and my role as kind of the glue, I guess, of the airport the infrastructure of the infrastructure. So we do a lot of the things that people don't see. So I have internally facing departments like human resources and diversity and inclusion and administrative operations, kind of the things that keep the trains running on time. And then I have outward facing departments, which include public affairs and communications, government affairs, community engagement, those things that really facilitate the airport's brand, if you will, in the broader community. So also, I think one of the most important things, or two, I guess, are the most important things that we do. One is stand in the gap. So sometimes we have a gap in our operation, and usually someone on on my team or myself will kind of fill that need in a temporary fashion. And then kind of helping with the strategy of the airport, which I think is what keeps us on track and supports your, the CEO's vision for where we want to go um, as an enterprise, which I think is super important. And somebody has to kind of hold all those threads. And usually that lives with me. What's the most interesting thing about your work? What gets you jazzed up every morning to come in? There is this interesting world that passengers never see that airports operate in. This whole behind the scenes thing that happens with how we generate revenue to how they experience a concessionaire. So there are people behind all of those things that they likely will never see. So they might experience the barista, but there's someone removed from that that decided which coffee company would be in the airport. So supporting those folks who work for the Division of Aviation to make sure they have everything they need to do their jobs and do them well, I think is pretty great. I love the people who work here. I think we have amazing folks who work at the airport who do everything from custodians to accountants. And I think that's a pretty cool dynamic and intersection. That's one of the reasons we started the podcast was to try and tell those stories about all of the different people that come here to ultimately get people from point A to point B. And a lot of our travelers don't think about that. They walk into the facility and all they want is an easy TSA experience and they just want to get on the airplane and go see grandma. (laughs) But there's a whole army behind them that ultimately makes everything happen. So sometimes your work intersects with government Mm -hmm. and policy. Can you talk about what that work is like? 
we sit in this space that is really at the intersection of local, state, and federal government. We are a city agency. We're a city-run airport. Not all airports are, but we are. So when there's an ordinance that comes down from the city, we are subject to it as well. And sometimes that makes things challenging for us here at the airport because we are a little bit different than license and inspections, for example. That's right. We have federal policies that we have to abide by that come down from the FAA that really govern the operation of airports. So when lawmakers are thinking about changing policies or issuing regulations, those can impact our operation in lots of different ways that they might not be thinking about. So it's important for us to be ahead of that, to understand what's coming. If there's an infrastructure bill, what does that mean for us at the airport? If there's a mandate that comes down, what does that mean for us at the airport? I'm sure passengers come through the airport if they are traveling with a pet and they're really happy to see our pet stations where your pet can relieve themselves. But for us, that required a whole bunch of people orchestrated to make those happen. You bring up a really important point. I think a lot of our listeners don't think about this. We sort of laugh and call them the unfunded mandates. Yes, exactly. We were required through federal legislation to put animal relief areas post-security. Right. And it was one thing to put relief areas for pets outside. (laughs) It was a whole nother thing to figure out how we were going to embed those in the facility. Exactly. And how to maintain them, right? It's It's those people that our passengers don't see, right? Who somebody has to clean them. Somebody has to make sure they're built appropriately and all of those kinds of things. So with that mandate, just to follow that thought a little bit further, I think that once we all thought about it, we said, oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. that makes a whole lot of sense. So think about the passenger coming in from Des Moines, Iowa, on their way to Barcelona, and they have a seeing eye dog. Right. And they get off their plane from Des Moines, and they have to go through the terminal to get to their Barcelona flight. They don't want to have to exit the secure area, find an outdoor facility, and then re-screen to get on their connecting flight. It makes a lot of sense to have those things inside. But again, our initial reaction was, oh my gosh, (laughs) where are we going to put these things? How much does it cost, right? Right, exactly. And that's a really interesting, I think, part of your role. I agree. So you also oversee communications. Can you talk about how the airport communicates with passengers and how that function has changed? So yes, I think it's one of the most important things that we do, both internal communications and how we communicate with our employees, this podcast being one of those ways, and externally with our passengers. I think that over time as airports, not just PHL, have realized that we are in the hospitality business where we really have to engage with our passengers, we've thought about the messages that they receive. So transitioning from a kind of defensive posture of, you know, crisis communications or this bad thing has happened or there's a weather incident to really proactive communication about here here are all the amazing things that are happening at the airport. Here's how we're engaged with our community. Here's what you can experience, I think, has been a really great shift for us. And I'm really excited about how our team has changed over time. And we've hired a new communications director. Yes, um, Flo, who's amazing. 
She is really focused on building the communications team. She talks a lot about public affairs and communications is really about storytelling, Mm -hmm. which I thought was really interesting. I never thought about it that way before I got the chance to work with Flo. And she talks also a lot about protecting and promoting PHL's reputation, which is really the core function of our communications team. She's brought a real professional, I guess, look to yeah. how we think about everything that we say. And and you're exactly right. It's not defensive as much as it is proactive now. What can you do to pass the time as you right. wait for your connecting flight? What kinds of great things can you get to eat? And oh, by the way, we need to talk about how you can get Philly food in right. the Philly airport. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, it's been great to have her as part of the team. Mm-hmm. So another One of your roles on our executive team is to ensure that the airport continues to grow and find new ways to meet the needs of passengers. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that means making new hires. (laughs) And I know that you have a couple of recent hires for deputy roles. There's Flo, Mm -hmm. uh, but you have a couple of deputy roles that you've hired recently. Can you talk about those folks? Sure. And what they're bringing to the table? Absolutely. So on my team, We just added a deputy for diversity and inclusion, which I'm really super excited about. And I'm so thankful to you for just having the vision to elevate that role was really kind of just focused on business diversity, which is critically important for us, but also just thinking about diversity across the whole airport and all of our operations. So Kathy Padilla is in that role. She's actually in internal promotion. We're super excited about the work ahead of her including everything's access and accessibility, speaking of seeing eye dogs. That's right. Um, And then we have a new deputy for human resources, which is, again, all of our people, which is critically important here at the airport. So Delisha came over from another city department, so excited to have her on board. And then we have a deputy for administrative operations, who I believe was on your show, Sheila Trueheart, also an airport veteran in the finance space. So just brings a lot of historical knowledge to the table, to the CAO team, which is a very diverse portfolio, as we've talked about. But these folks I'm excited about really, again, kind of driving the strategy, the mission of the airport in support of your vision for PHL being a world-class gateway. So we're excited about the leadership that we have on board and think some great work that's going to come out of the team. I am too. I think you've made some amazing hires and hopefully we'll have the opportunity to talk to all of your new deputies at some point. We talked to Sheila. I know that we are also going to talk about the Business Opportunity Forum. Yes. (laughs) And so, you know, which is a way that we try to drive diversity in our contracting opportunities. And I think Kathy is speaking to that. So again, this is a behind the scenes podcast. (laughs) So who are all those people behind the scenes? What do they do and how do they make it work? Absolutely. So let's talk about you for a minute. I know you don't like to talk about yourself (laughs) all that much, right? (laughs) You have a very unique background, and you didn't start in aviation like I did. No, I did not. So talk about your past experiences and what ultimately brought you to PHL and what it means to you, what you think about your work today. Sure. In a nutshell. I was going to say, that's a very broad question. (laughs) So my undergraduate degree is actually in biology. So I started out in science. So I almost fell off my chair when I heard that the first time. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And then transitioned over to education, and then in that world, really got involved in the business side of education with a large 
charter management organization. But you taught high school for a while, I right? I did. I taught biology, which was not the best fit. I feel bad for those kids every day. <laughs> <laughs> it's one thing to have content. It's another thing to be able to share it well. I also taught at the college level, which was also really, really interesting. So when I got into kind of the business of running schools, which was really interesting and was often in special projects roles and a chief of staff role, which I really enjoy because I like the diversity of work. I like to solve problems. I like to kind of be the helper. I think I'm naturally kind of a helper. And I had an acquaintance that came to work at the airport and said, hey, they're going to hire chief of staff at the airport. I was really skeptical. I was just like, I don't know how that fits with my career and my life. And I'm glad I came and met you because I think at the time, which is almost, two, it'll be two years. It was two years that we met in July of 2019. Yes. Two years ago. Two, Can you believe that? I cannot. Yeah. So you yeah. know how I remember that? It's my birthday it's month. It's your birthday. It's my yes. birthday month when we first met. That's yes. right. So getting to talk to you and just hearing your vision for the airport and this really interesting inflection point that the airport was experiencing, I thought, like, wow, what an amazing opportunity to be part of something that's going to transform not just the airport, but the airport as an economic driver in the region, I thought would be a really exciting opportunity. I have learned so much since I've been here. New to city government, uh, new to aviation. Everyone has been super generous with their time and their expertise and their knowledge. I really love coming to work every day. You know, you have added a lot to what we do at the airport, though, and I've got to call this out. We've often talked informally about how diversity of experience makes for a very rich work environment. And I think the fact that some of the folks that we have brought into the airport, you included, who didn't have aviation as their starting point in their professional career has made us better. Can you talk a little bit about that, how you think that enriches us? I just think it's a different lens, right? Some things you can transition. If you know how to develop a process, if you know how to manage through something, I think those things are transferable. I think that leadership is something that's transferable across industries. So I think that that's what's been great. The folks who are career aviation professionals, I think, also get the opportunity to look at their field differently because you have to explain it to somebody who doesn't know anything about it. That's right. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Um, And so I think that they used to say that one thing that will let you know if a teacher really knows something is watch them try to explain it. So I think that also adds a dimension for the folks who've been career aviation professionals to really be able to explain to someone who has no context why you do certain things and often gives them the opportunity to reflect on you know, why do we do that that way? You know, there is an opportunity to do it differently. So I think that that's been a great experience, I think, for the team also. No, I know it has. I, you know, I'm thinking of a conversation I had recently with our new marketing and branding director. Mm-hmm. Her name's Kate. Yeah. And she was talking about how she worked for a grocery store chain in the past in her career and how they made them go and work the floor during Thanksgiving week. Wow. Because if you didn't understand what people were going through for their shopping experience right before Thanksgiving, you didn't. That really uncovered all of the pain points (laughs) in their system and their process. And everybody from corporate headquarters on down needed to understand what it was like to work in the meat department Thanksgiving week. 
And she talked about that in the context of making sure that all of the folks that we have working in the airport are out on the floor experiencing what our passengers are experiencing during the crazy summer travel season. Absolutely. And I, I think that perspective of, oh, wow, okay, other businesses do this. This is important for us as well is valuable. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. And so one of the people who's been super generous with their time is Keith Bruni, who's the chief of operations here. So he and I, you know, we walk, we walk the airport. It's important to get out and see what the passengers experiences. And I remember Paul saying to you one time, you should go through security a little more often, go through the TSA line, because <laughs> uh-huh. we don't have to. And just that experience will remind you of what it's like when you're traveling and, you know, trying to get from A to B. And Keith Bruni, you know, who's been at the airport for a couple of decades, Mm -hmm, right? Yeah. In aviation for... Ever. Longer than that. (laughs) He's an Air Force veteran like I am. I remember you telling me he taught you about the winglets on certain type of aircraft. Yes, the scimitar. Scimitar, that's right. (laughs) But you know what? I don't know if he's ever told you, but he said he's learned a lot from you as well. Oh, well, that's super flattering. Yeah. Well, I think that's about all the time that we have today, Soledad. Thank you so much for joining me and sharing a little bit about your behind-the-scenes glimpse of (laughs) how our business works and the things that you support at the airport. To learn more about Philadelphia International Airport and Northeast Philadelphia Airport, please visit our newly designed website, phl.org, by the way, which came as part of a huge amount of effort from our communications department. And the IT team. And the IT team. Yes. So again, please visit the website to find out more about us. I'm Shelley Cameron. Thank you for listening. Thank you.